Let's Play Pretend is an explicit podcast with subject matter that may be disturbing to some listeners. Content warnings are found in the description of every episode. We here at Let's Play Pretend take mental health very seriously. If you or someone that you know is suffering from any mental health issues, please reach out. It's as simple as picking up your telephone and dialing 988 to reach a suicide prevention hotline. Or, if you're the kind of person like me that does not like to talk on the phone, text 988. There is somebody there 24-7. And if you don't want to reach out to a stranger, you have friends and family that are always there for you. Please, if you are suffering from any of these, reach out. You matter. Cody's laughing, so it's good. Let's play pretend. Let's play pretend. Let's play pretend. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play Pretend. My name is Jordan. I am your DMGM keeper. And I don't remember the other thing I said last week, but that's fine because with me, I have Nick Barnett. I'm Ned. And over here, I've got Breck Black. Hi, I am playing Brian, and I'm just wondering, does anyone have any extra smokes? Because I really need one. Last I checked, Ned owes you a couple. Mm-hmm. Mm. What do you say, Ned? Man, I have bought you a couple packs this summer. I think you're going to be all right bumming me one more after this. We've got Melanie Derringer. Hello, I'm playing Samantha Williams still, and yep, that's it. And we have Matt Check. Arthur in the house. So you guys were in your last day of school. You got to know each other as characters, kind of went through what a last day of the school year would be. And you got to meet Ashley, you had a party, uh, went through the whole summer, and then you found out that Ashley's brother died. <laughs> Died like a bitch. No, no. Jordan's a bitch for killing off Samantha's crush. I thought you were saying he died like a bitch. No. He was a valiant hero. Who died like a bitch. Shut up, Arthur. <laughs> we don't We didn't know how he died yet, so it is possible. Like a bitch. It is possible. Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> and that is where we ended last week's session. This week. We are going to start with Samantha. What do you want? So the scene is going to come up on Samantha riding Anubis through the woods. You are... Where, where is your headspace right now, Samantha? You, we are about two days after learning about Ryan or about Chris's death. <laughs> Ryan's death, huh? Yep. Ryan. Ryan. I forgot to tell you, Brack, you're, you're done already. I killed you off off screen. So you can uh, stay here and listen if you want, but uh, yep, that's a wrap on Ryan. Oh, well, I'm still getting paid, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're about, getting paid about that. You weren't supposed to tell anybody. Wait, wait, oops. I want to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> so you're about two days after learning that Chris died. Where where are you mentally right now? So Samantha is rather upset that Chris has passed. 
while it was just like a silly little crush, she actually was pretty close with Ashley's brother, seeing him as like an older brother in a sense as well, because she is an only child and he's been there for her for a lot of things. So she's just very spaced out and just very distraught over the fact that he is no longer going to be coming home. Was it really just a silly little crush or were you thinking there was actually going to be something outside of school? Oh, she definitely thought there was something outside of school. But to her, to Ashley, it was just a silly little crush. Like explaining it to Ashley. She's like, oh, no, no, it's fine. Because she would would hope that her and Chris could be together so her and Ashley could actually be sisters at one point. How how are you writing Anubis right now? So currently writing Anubis, uh, Samantha is writing him. Real quick, uh, we never got a description of what Anubis looked like, so if you could describe what your horse looks like as well. Okay. Um, she's riding Anubis bareback with a um, Hackamore halter, or Hackamore bridle. For those who don't know, it's a bitless bridle. Um, Anubis is what's called... Um, he is a Adrenus. It's He's a big draft horse. He's a, what they call a blue roan in color. And... On his back foot, he's got, like, a little bit of white patch on it. So, like, his legs are black with socks. He's got a black mane and a black face, and his body is, like, a very light gray, which in the horse world is called a blue roan. Okay. Do me a favor and roll me a an alertness check. Okay, that's a 60, so I'm using these blue metal dice that a wonderful sister of mine gave me uh that's an 84 out of 60 okay so uh you're just riding are you riding out towards the trail or are you riding back at this point out towards a trail that would lead to like a field okay and that's just where you're at mentally right now you're out riding you're thinking about the death of Chris, you're thinking about how ruined it is, like how ruined Ashley is about this because, you know, her and her brother were best friends. And it, she just, you know, now that you think of it, you haven't heard from Ashley in the last couple days. Hmm. Anyway, Ned, what are you doing? So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, don't, I guess. Don't worry, Samantha, we'll get back to you. Okay. Uh, Ned is going to walk downstairs from his room. He's been trying to think of the right way to bring this up to his dad. I want to go up to my dad and say, uh, Hey, dad, dad, can I ask you a serious question, please? Yes, son, you can You can ask me anything you wish. Uh, you know I'm an open book, soldier. I, I know, but you never really like to talk much about when you were actually out on the fields. Um, you see his back kind of stiffens a little bit at that. Yeah, I, I haven't brought this up because I wanted to try and find the right way to say it, and there isn't really a right way. Um, Ashley Brooks, that girl I've been hanging out with ever since I was, you know, knee high. Um, her brother was it? He was in the army, and yeah, uh, the poor girl lost her brother the other day. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I still don't know. I still don't know what happened, but. You've lost friends in the military, Dad. What did you need? How can I be there best for her and her family? You see, for the first time in a long time, 
your father actually seems to uh, to be a person, not to be the soldier, not to not you know always keeping up this facade. He actually seems to be letting down some barriers, and he goes, "Son, um, it's uh, death. Death is hard, and unfortunately, everybody has to deal with it with their own way. It have uh, who." These are memories I didn't think I'd have to be bringing up today. <laughs> Kids always keep you on your toes. Um, if this is too much, I mean, we no, don't have no, to. No, do no, 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 no. I'm I'm happy to have this conversation with you, son. Have Have you Have you spoken to her since you heard the news? Uh, Ned looks down at his phone. Uh, I've sent her a couple messages and I've tried to call, but I haven't gotten a response. Okay. I'm guessing that is her way of telling you that as of right now, she probably needs space, but she will hopefully reach out to you if uh, if she needs anything. Otherwise, if you're that concerned, son, I can take you over there and you can try to talk to her yourself if you would wish. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to just be intrusive. And if, if you're right and all she needs is space, I, Dad, I really like this girl and I just want to be there for her, but I, I really don't want to be that guy, you know? Well, um, you see, he kind of, kind of gets like the, the macho man act back a little bit. If, uh, (laughs) if you're not going to, some other guy might. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know dad. Uh, I I don't think I want to go over there, but look, I I got my driver's permit this summer. Is, Is there any chance you take me out and I can just get some driving time in tonight? Absolutely, son. And I can give you pointers on the way. And he, without like him thinking that you were asking him right now, just ushers you out the door to the car. All right, all right, all right. Let's go. <laughs> Let, let's go, my boy. I'm not sure how I feel about Ned's dad. Yeah, that's how we all feel. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a bit much. Yeah. Arthur, what are you up to? Arthur is trying to crack the conspiracy of Chris's murder. So he's been online on his computer for at least a day. You you mentioned that you have a YouTube channel, yes? Oh, yeah. And what's the name of this YouTube channel? They're out there. Roll me a D100, would you? 27. 270 subscribers. You're doing all right. It's a... Uh... It's a humble group. Unfortunately, not enough to be monetized by YouTube standards yet. Well, hey, I don't need the man to tell me what I can and can't get paid for. So, Arthur, you are diligently working, and you hear the doorbell ring. Uh, I first ignore it. I am too busy in my work. My, My brother can get it. Or my mom. Uh, roll me a check. Uh, let's do, uh, nah, you know what? I won't make you roll me a check. I can't think of what I want you to do. Your brother and your mom and all them aren't home. Ah, crap. Your mom and dad are at work and who fucking knows where your brother went? You hear a knock. Arthur, Arthur begrudgingly sighs and I'll get it. Okay. So you go down the hallway and you see the shadow of somebody standing at the front door. It looks like they're in some kind of uniform, but you can't tell what exactly. I want to look through our peephole. Okay. 
to get a better look. It is a delivery person, and it looks like they're holding a box. All right, I'll open up the door. Uh, yeah, hello, sir. Um, I'm uh, I'm with the postal service here. Uh, I got a package here for a uh, a Ar- Arth- Arthur Go- Gooseberg. Yeah, close enough. That's me. Okay. You see him take out his scanner and scan it. He hands it to you. The he hands the scanner to you, and he goes, "I need a signature here for you. Uh, just go ahead and sign in the box, and uh, and it's all yours." I give him a super lazy, uh, cursive signature. Like, here you go. Then I grab the box and close the door. All right, thank you. Ba- That's all he gets out before the door closes in his face. Immediately starts tearing into it. I was gonna say, roll me a um, intelligence. One of your base stats up top. Okay, I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't see that in percentile. 63. And what's your intelligence? My intelligence is 60. 60. You know what? I'll give you a plus 10 because I want you to succeed in this one. So you rolled a 63 and a 70. You didn't order any package. Oh, yeah. Who? I looked to see who it was from. There is no return address on it. Hmm. Creepy. And it has a handwritten label, not like a, not like an Amazon label. It has like an actual handwritten label. It is a hand handmade package. I uh, I diligently open it. Inside the box, you see tissue paper wrapped around an item, almost like you know if you were to get like a, a shirt or something for Christmas. I guess I, I'll, I'll open it up. Okay. Arthur, are you sure you didn't order anything off the dark web? I, I'm trying to think. I don't think it was supposed to be this week. <laughs> <laughs> so as you open the first the first side of the uh, tissue paper, you see that it's a hoodie. But before you can see what's on it, you see a handwritten note that says, From your biggest fan. And as you oh, open the other side, my you God. see on the hoodie, there is a giant saucer like a flying saucer and it says they're out there and on the back of the hoodie up like by the neck is the little youtube logo a single tear goes down arthur's cheek glorious all right and let's see ryan what are you doing uh ryan is currently a little ways outside of town at a uh, abandoned junkyard kind of his little home away from home for the last uh two-ish years okay. and he's kind of just chilling wasting time what are you what are you thinking about right now uh, he's just contemplating how a really good summer just came to a really shitty end okay and also wondering what happened to chris considering he was a you know military guy he's either a freak accident or something really bad and yet nobody has said anything nobody has said anything and uh actually roll me a a history uh, is there I think history, history would be the right thing. Yes, that is not going to go well. That is a nat six on a ten. Damn. Jesus, I was not expecting to get that. <laughs> well, I hate to say that you ruined such a good roll on the fact that you also realize that ever since Ashley told you about her brother, she hasn't contacted you at all since, either personally or in the group chat. And Ashley's the kind of person that texts every day. 
he's gonna kind of frown to himself at that and put his cigarette out real quick and uh open up her contact and actually give her a call just to see how she is you uh, dial or you i was gonna say you dial her number but you hit the call button and her phone goes straight to voicemail he's going to hang up before leaving a message and dial ned okay ned roll an alertness for me okay i can do that for you I got a 57 on a 20. So you try to dial Ned and his rings and rings and rings and rings and and uh, he doesn't pick up. God damn it, Ned. He is going to hang up for that before it even finishes and uh, call uh, Samantha. Samantha, go ahead and roll me an alertness. <laughs> okay. And uh, I'm actually going to have you do it at a negative 20. Since you are currently riding Anubis. Well, I still passed. Okay. You you feel something that... It, it feels like something's vibrating. I, I don't know. It could be something that it's just... Maybe it's the way your jeans are rubbing up against the horse or... Oh, shit. No, you your phone's still in your back pocket. God damn it. Who's calling you right now? So I stop Anubis and I pull out my phone and I see that it's Ryan calling. Hello? Hey, um, I know it's an odd hour, but uh, quick question. You haven't what? heard from uh, uh, Ashley in the last, like, day or so, have you? She takes a second and kind of pulls the phone away and, like, looks at her messages. No, I haven't. Uh, she hasn't talked to you guys either? No, and I tried to call her. It went straight to voicemail. Seemed kind of odd, considering she's practically glued to the thing for having to have it turned off. Right, right. Um, I'm not too far from her house, so I will head on over there and see if I can get a hold of her. And I'll get back to you guys and let you know. I'll send it to the group chat. All right, cool. So, if Samantha, you, uh, go ahead. If you need any help, just uh, send a text. I'll be right over. I'm not doing yeah. anything. Yeah, sounds good. I'll I'll send a message out if like she's not answering or something. So Samantha will hang up the call, and instead of riding back to the barn, she literally just turns Anubis and like takes off at a full gallop towards Ashley's house. So you're you're like out on the trail now, you're not in the woods? Correct. That is very, very disappointing because remember that alertness I made you roll earlier? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't see the storm clouds coming in. Fantastic. As you start riding towards Ashley's house, it just starts to torrential downpour on you to the point where it's hard for you to see just a couple feet in front of Anubis. Of course, of course. So she'll slow Anubis down to a trot, so this way they don't, you know, hopefully not hit any branches or anything like that, but she's still going to trek on towards Ashley's house. Okay. Um, give me a luck check, but give it to me at a negative 20. So I got a 25. So when I add 20 onto that, that's like, what, a 45? So the way a negative works is your, if I remember correctly, your luck is like a 95? Yeah. Minus 95. So if I tell you, if I tell you to roll at a negative 20, you would take 20 away from that. So basically, you would be rolling against a 75 instead of a 95. Oh, okay. So I still passed. So you still passed. Yep. Uh, yeah, you are able to safely make the trek over to Ashley's place. Cool. You don't run into any hiccups, aside from the fact that you and Anubis are soaked. Okay, so because Ashley, or 
because Samantha rides over to Ashley's house a lot. Um, Ashley's parents ended up putting a little paddock out, like building a little paddock for Anubis. So Samantha will put Anubis in her in that paddock and then just go over to the door and just start like before she knocks on it, she even just tries the handle because she's basically like family and just tries to she basically lives there a lot. So she tries the handle to go inside. And you're coming in from the backyard? Yes. The door is locked. And this door is never locked. She starts kind of like banging on the door and calling Ashley's name. So you sit there and you bang on the door. You're calling for Ashley. You're calling for her parents. You're calling for anyone to let you in out of the rain at this point. But it seems like nobody's home. Is there a hide a key that she could find? I would say roll search, but that doesn't seem... Like, or would she know of where the hide a key would be? I would feel like if they would have one, since you and her are like best friends, you would know where it's at. Um, Just roll me a 50-50. That's just the D100 still? Roll me a D100. If you roll 50 or lower, you pass. If you roll higher than 50, you fail. Okay. That's a two. Okay. Yeah, there's a hide a key. Okay. So Samantha grabs the hide a key and unlocks the door and goes inside. Okay. Before we resolve that, we're going to go back to Ned. Ned, you're driving in your car with your dad. I'm going to say while keeping both hands on the wheel, Dad, can you just go ahead and put my phone on silent? I don't want to hear it ringing while you're trying to teach me how to do this here. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. So, um, who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you uh, you actually missed a call. Yeah, I, I, that's what that noise was. I could hear it. Who called? Uh, it's, it was your buddy Ryan. Oh, oh, that's weird. He don't call very often. Uh, do you want to pull over and give him a call back? Uh, or no, do you want no. me to take over so you can take a call? Uh, I'll just, I'll, I'll get us back home. We've been out here for about 20 minutes, uh, 20 more minutes to get back home. That'll be plenty of driving time. Just uh, make sure that you sign off that we put these hours in. I'd really like to get my license as soon as possible. That way I can drive to school. I will 100% sign off. How many more hours do you need? I know you've been driving with your mother quite a bit lately. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't actually looked at it. I'm just trying to get all the practice in I can. When we get home, we can ask her where she put the little book and we can figure it out. All right. That sounds good. All right. And then we'll turn around and drive. Yep. You turn around here. Show me how to do a good three-point turn. Uh, Dad, we're on a one-way road. I don't think that's a great idea. You see, he just kind of looks around like, oh, we're, I, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was testing you. Good job, kiddo. Yeah, all right. And then I just go down and I drive back home so that I can call Ryan back. Okay, so as you pull back into the driveway, your dad claps you on the shoulder and he goes, good job, son. I'm very, very proud of you. And you did great. And he gets out of the car and closes the door. Ned's going to take a minute sitting in the car after he hears his dad's door shut. What is wrong with him? He been, he's been acting kind of funny lately. I, I don't know. I got to get inside. I got to go call Ryan back. And I go inside and I hit the call back to call Ryan. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to WLPP, your favorite radio station for Let's Play Pretend. We have a wonderful guest today. His name is Breck. He tells us he has some awesome news, and you may know him as Ryan Poole Winchester. Breck, what do you got for us today? 
Hey man, I just wanted to go ahead and give a shout out to Drunkards and Dragons for following us on Twitter. They got some really cool stuff they're doing, and uh, if you really like us, you should probably check them out. They're doing more D&D stuff than Delta Green, but still just a real fun time. And if you want to follow any of our stuff, just go ahead and check out our description or show notes and uh, follow everything we got, because we're all pretty active and willing to talk to most everybody. Well, thank you, Breck, for being on the show today. Thank you, Drunkards and Dragons. We will post your link in the show notes below. Make sure to let them know that Let's Play Pretend sent you if you go give them a like and a follow. That would be wonderful. All of our links also down below. I don't want to keep you for too long. Let's get back to the show. WLPP signing off. Ryan, roll me an alertness. That is a 65 on a 60. (laughs) Man, you two are just playing phone tag with each other. I don't even know why I ever try to call this guy. He never has his ringer on. I'm going to shoot him a text that says, hey, you called. I was out driving. Okay. So I'm sure if you're just out at the junkyard, you're checking your phone periodically. So eventually you see that you missed a call from Ned and you see the text saying that he missed your call and asking what's up because he was out driving. Uh, Ned, or Ned, Ryan, will just shoot back that, uh, yeah, I was wondering if you heard from Ashley. No, I haven't heard nothing from Ashley. Uh, safe to assume this is all just texting back and forth. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I say, no, I haven't heard from her. Uh, I've just been trying to give her space. I, I don't really know how to help her. Is this in the group chat or is with just the two of you? Uh, just between me and Ryan. Uh, uh, Ryan will just respond. Well, if you want some advice, just send her a simple text letting her know that, you know, you're there to talk if need be. But I tried calling her and it went right to voicemail. I've sent her a couple texts. I, you know what? I just go ahead and call him. Now that I know he's staring at his phone, I'm going to call him. Okay. I'm Obviously, you're staring at your phone. I'm not going to make your roll alertness for that. <laughs> roll <so> an <laughs> alertness. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, man. I just missed you. All right. So... Ryan, you said you tried to call her and it went straight to voicemail? Yeah, it's kind of odd for uh, her not to have her phone on, but uh, Samantha uh, said she was out uh, heading that way. Although with uh, this fucking rain, I don't know, I'm hoping she was uh, driving, not riding. Uh, you know better than that. You know she wasn't driving if she ain't got to. Uh, all right, well, I think I'm going to... Little did Ryan know. Where are you at right now? Is there any chance you can swing by and scoop me up? We'll just go over to her house and check on her? Ryan glances around the uh, junkyard that's outside of town and goes, uh, yeah, it's going to be a minute, but I can try and do that. All right, man. Well, it's only about five o'clock right now. We got some time. So uh, just swing on out here, scoop me up, and uh, I'll get a hold of Arthur, too. Yeah, good luck with that. He's probably working on that channel of his, and he's probably not paying attention very much, but uh, let me know how that goes. All right, I will. uh, Give me a holler when you get to the driveway. Gotcha. And Ryan is going to uh, brave the torrential downpour to go get in his car. So you're at the junkyard. Are you, are you like at an overhang or something? What do you mean by overhang? Like, so you're sitting underneath something that is shielding you from the rain? Yes, a small, like, half-finished, like, cinder brick building. It's got a roof and kind of walls? We could assume that you parked pretty close. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you get in your car, and you start heading towards Ned's place. Um, Arthur, 
What are you doing now? Uh, well, after I put my new hoodie on, I continue my online research to figure out how Chris was murdered. Got to get this conspiracy down. It's also happening in our hometown, so I have to use it for my subscribers. My YouTube channel can get good good views off of this as well. So it's a win-win for everybody, really. Well, I mean, he didn't die in your hometown. Uh, what, what, how, see, exactly. These are more information why Arthur is researching to figure out <laughs> what went down. Okay. All right. Um, go ahead and roll me an alertness check. But since you're so focused, I'm going to say roll it at a negative 20. Oh, God. So my alertness is 20%. If you're negative 20, it's zero. How do I How do I beat that? You roll a one to crit succeed? Or a two I to rolled crit a succeed. 91. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you just don't uh, you don't realize that Ned is trying to get a hold of you right now. Oh, Arthur! God, I look out the window. I'm like, man, I'm sure glad I'm not out in that rain. And I go back to the computer. Okay, Panthers cursing you right now. <laughs> we're, we're actually coming back to you, Samantha. That Arthur's scene was a little bit shorter than we planned on it being. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't expect not to answer the phone either. <laughs> the dice said no. Yeah. <laughs> so, Samantha, you use the hide a key. You go into Ashley's back door to the house. And it's August in Ohio. It's, you know, five o'clock. So it's not getting dark yet, but it's dark in the house. All of the shades are pulled. There are no lights on. And it, it just seems like nobody's been here for the past couple days. Hello, Ashley. You are met with absolute silence. She starts to advance in the house. Um, even though she's sopping wet, she's still kind of just concerned at this point. So she doesn't really care. She knows Mr. and, Mix, Mr. and Mrs. Brooks will probably be pissed off at her later. But it's kind of important that she finds Ashley at the moment. So she starts to head towards Ashley's bedroom. Okay. Are you looking for anything on the way there? Um, I'm looking for either like, well, not either. Like I'm looking for signs of if they've packed anything and just left. So I'm okay. kind of looking in their rooms to see if they're a little bit disheveled or anything like they packed up in a hurry to leave. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to make you roll for that one. Aside from the, like, the blinds being drawn and all that, seems like, you know, the Brooks house is you know it and love it. Seeing that everything is pretty much in order, she starts to head upstairs to Ashley's bedroom. Okay. So you head upstairs to Ashley's bedroom. Again, is there anything in particular you're looking for up here? Or are you just looking for signs of your friend? At this point, I'm just looking for any sign of my friend. Okay. You uh, roll a search. Oh, boy. Where did those go? That would be a seven. A seven. Everything in this house seems like there should be people living here. What do you mean? Like, it, it seems like 
nothing is out of the ordinary. It doesn't look like there's been any kind of struggle. So like you're not really fearing for anybody being in danger per se. Okay. It's like Ashley just vanished. But you do notice on Ashley's bed, there is a crumpled up piece of paper. So you look at the piece of paper crumpled on the bed with a a search of seven. And it it looks like a list, like uh, almost like a grocery list. Okay. But it's a list of things you've like in all the time you've known Ashley. Why would she be writing a list like this? It's got things like dog nails and elmwood leaves. But the thing that really stands out to you is the last thing on this list that says fresh blood. In reading this list, Samantha has like a very sinking feeling, especially after reading fresh blood at the bottom. And it looks like it's kind of like underlined. She immediately pulls out her phone and texts the group and says, come to Ashley's immediately. Something is not right. And she goes back to looking for Ashley now and calls out again. Ashley, Ashley, where are you? This isn't funny anymore. We're worried about you. Where are you? And she goes back, like, frantically looking through the house for someone, if anyone's there. I'm not even going to make you roll me a search. The house is completely empty. Well, fuck. But I will have you roll me a history. Roll me a history. History is my history. Okay. 10%. Got it. That's a 19. Close. Close, but it is a fail. It is a fail. You are too frantic worrying about your friend to remember something. Okay. It's at this moment that Ryan pulls up to Ned's house. Uh, I go out the door and tell my dad, Hey, Dad, I'm going out with Ryan. We're going to head on over to Ashley's house now. Just like you said, going to go give it a shot and see how they're doing. That's my boy. You, that. You go get her, my boy. I put on my Doc Martens, and I go out the door, and I jump into the Lincoln. Hey, Ryan, thanks for coming to get me so quick. Uh, I I know this weather ain't so great, but uh, I really appreciate you. Yeah, it's no problem. Something something doesn't feel right. No, no, it it really don't. She always has her phone on. She It's never out of her hand. I'm pretty sure she sleeps with it in there. Let's, uh, (laughs) Let's boogie. Let's go ahead and get on over there. Yeah, we can do that. Why don't you give uh, Samantha a call just to see what she found, if she made it there? Oh, I, I, all right, I can do that. Uh, so I pull out my phone and take a look at it and get ready to call her. Okay, Samantha, you know the drill at this point. Would he have seen the text she sent out at that point? There's what I was looking for. So I will say right as he's about to call you, your text comes through. Ryan, uh, she just sent a message in the group chat telling us all to get on over there. Uh, I- I'm going to go ahead and skip calling her right now. I'm going to give Arthur a call. You think we pick him up if he's actually going to answer? Yeah, all right. Uh, hey, GM. Yes. Quick question. Is it still torrential downpouring, or is it let up a little bit? It's let up a little bit. Okay. It's uh, still raining. It's still annoyingly raining, but it's not like... You can only see a couple feet in front of your car. Yeah. Uh, does Ned tell me exactly what she says? 
Yeah, I would. I'd read it verbatim. Uh, Ryan, seeing that he can actually see a little bit, uh, pushes down in the accelerator a little bit faster than he's probably supposed to, just to uh, get there quicker. He's not feeling right. Arthur, I want you to roll me two alertness checks. One for the text and one for Ned's phone call. Uh, First one is eight. Second one is 11. And your alertness is 20? Uh, Yeah. Perfect. So got really lucky. Not only do you succeed, you said you got an 11 on the second one? Yeah. You critical succeed on that one. So you are typing up a message back to the group, and you accidentally accept Ned's phone call as it pulls up. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Hi? Oh, holy shit. You don't ever answer your phone, man. I am uh, yeah. impressed. Hey, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you get that text from Samantha? Oh, uh, yeah, like the one we just got like a, a millisecond ago right before you called me? Good guy. Uh, just, yeah, we, are you guys coming to pick me up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan just picked me up. He's, he's kind of rough footing it right now, so we ought to be there in about 10 minutes and just, just be ready for us. All right, I'll be ready. All right, click. I like how you say click before you actually hang up the phone. Yeah, I, I, we're still on the phone. This is awkward. <laughs> not hanging up the phone. <laughs> Goddamn technology. Okay. Um, I am going to give Ned, Arthur, and Ryan the same chance to roll history. Oh, damn. I got a 62 out of 40%. 39 out of 40 Nice. 46 on a 10. Ooh, okay. So, Ned will be the one to remember this when it comes up. As of right now, you guys are on your way to go pick up Arthur. And, Arthur, are you ready by the time they get there? Uh, just barely. Like, okay. I, I, I was eating a snack right when they showed up. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Um. So, you go out, you get in the car, and you guys... Head over to Ashley's place with no no stops, no issues, no nothing. You guys make it there without a problem. Samantha, what are you doing when they pull up? Samantha is legit standing outside on the front porch. It's under an overhang, so she's not getting a re- getting wet or anything, but she's kind of like pacing back and forth, waiting for them to get there. At this point, the rain's mostly let up. It's just kind of a light drizzle now. It was a very quick storm. She's pacing back and forth on the porch, kind of like trying to... Like with the note in her, like the list in her hand, trying to figure out what the fuck fresh blood means. Okay. You guys pull up and you see Samantha pacing on the front porch holding a piece of paper in her hand. Uh, hey, hey, Sam, what's up? Something's not right. She left this list on her fucking bed. She's not here. Her parents aren't here. The house is fucking locked up and dark. <laughs> Look at this. And she hands the list off to them. I, I want to take a gander at this list. When she says that they're gone, uh, Ryan is going to look and see if their car is here. Okay. They normally park in the garage, so you would have to go in through the house to find it. Uh, Ryan would first ask uh, Samantha, hey, uh, did you happen to check the garage to see if their car was here? No, I haven't looked in the garage yet. I I probably should have, but I no. No. No, you're good. You're good. It's unlocked if you want to go inside. Yeah, Ryan's going to head inside. Okay. You guys have been here enough. Obviously, you know 
judging by the outside of the house roughly how to get to the garage, but you've been here enough, you know where the garage is at. Their cars are gone. Do I see a note at all in like the kitchen or living room or like the main entrance at all? Uh, go ahead and roll me a search. That is a 38 on a 40. Okay. So I'll say you find a few different things. You find a letter, which would have been the letter from the military informing them of what happened. You also see notes, like a notepad, that looks like they are already funeral planning. Do I see anything else of note? That's it. Um, is there any like food out anywhere? Or does everything seem kind of cleaned up? Everything seems kind of cleaned up. It doesn't seem like they left in a hurry. Uh, hey, Ryan, while you're looking around the house there, I'm going to go check the mailbox. Maybe they just went on something. Maybe they had to leave for the funeral or something like that. So I'm just going to go see if they got anyone grabbing their mail for them. Uh, Ryan is going to grab that letter and read it. Probably when nobody's looking. What information can. are you trying to discern out of it? Uh, just trying to see if it gives any sort of like information on anything or if it's like come collect the body at, you know, this military base or anything like that. Something that might explain why they're gone all of a sudden. OK, so you read the letter and basically what it says is, dear Mr. and Mrs. Brooks, we regret to inform you that there has been an incident involving your son and underlined like there's an underline and handwritten in is the name Chris uh, Brooks. And it basically says that you will be contacted with more information. Uh, Ryan is going to kind of just curse to himself. And then he's going to go search for Ashley's phone because he assumes okay. if he doesn't find it, that she took it with her and everything's probably OK. But if he finds it, he's going to be more worried. Where in the house are you searching for her phone? Uh, he would start in her room and then probably move to the living room as like a second place. Okay, go ahead and roll me a search in her room. That is a 32, I believe, out of 40. Let me check. Yes, 40. I, yeah, I think you said 40, yeah. Uh, her phone is on her nightstand, and it is plugged in. But the plug is not plugged into the wall. Brian is going to stare at that for a minute. And then immediately uh, run downstairs and just be like, uh, guys, something's very, very wrong. Her phone is upstairs plugged in, but not plugged into the wall. See, I told you something was wrong. I've literally watched her cuddle it in her sleep. She would not leave it here. Hey, guys, I went out to the mailbox. Uh, there, there is a couple days mail sitting in here. Uh, and I, I slap it down on the table. If they left, they didn't let nobody know because nobody's grabbing their mail for them. Samantha, you said you had a list? Yeah, uh, Arthur currently has it. Can I roll for a cult to see if there's some, like, dubious dubiousness behind this list? Maybe I, in my, in my research, I've learned some sort of rich witch's brew or something like that. Sure. Go ahead and roll a cult. 25 out of 50. 25 out of 50. Okay. So looking at this list, it's got things, dog nails, elm leaves, snake skin, the fur of a cat. And the list goes on. 
but the last thing says fresh blood. This this to you looks like a list for a ritual. I uh I start googling on my smartphone. <laughs> uh this my friends is a list for some sort of ritual. This is bad news. Where'd you find this, Samantha? It was on her bed. What do you mean it's for a ritual? Is it in her handwriting, Samantha? Does it look like she wrote it? Yes, that's 100% Ashley's handwriting. Yeah, you've all been friends with Ashley long enough. You know without a doubt that is her handwriting. Do I know what kind of ritual? What? While, while Googling? I will say that you are pretty, pretty easily able to find... It seems like it's a ritual for contacting the dead. Oh my god. But you find it on a pretty shady website. Oh, I'm used to these. Yeah, this one's legit. It looks like Ashley's been uh, experimenting with necromancy. necromancy. She wants to speak with the dead. What the hell is that? Okay. It's uh, not something I would expect Ashley to be doing. Well, where are they? Considering she lost her brother, I can understand her doing some weird things. But her parents as well? Yeah, something is it. Mr. and Mrs. Brooks always tell at least my family where they're going so we can water the plants, bring in their mail. Samantha starts pacing again. Hey, Ned. Ned. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ned. I just want to say hi. <laughs> we'll we'll let Ryan uh, resolve first. Hey Ned, do you want to put a call into the cops? Because this is seeming a little bit more odd than anything. Uh, it may yeah. be nothing, but better best to let him know just in case. Before Maybe. you say anything, Ned, remember that history check I made you roll earlier. Yes. You guys haven't checked the usual spot yet. Oh, fuck. Y'all, we're dumb as hammers. Uh, we need to go to the treehouse. That's where we always go whenever there's some sort of problem or something going on. We need to get up to that their treehouse. Would she have taken her parents there as well? And not think? her phone? I'm not gonna lie. Her parents are cool and all, and but she, she's one of our best friends. So I feel like that's just as good a place as any. Let's, let's get on up there, and then we can call the cops if uh, we don't find nothing. Uh, Samantha's already out the door. (laughs) Yeah, start going out the door as well. Are you leaving Anubis here, or are you going to take him back to the stable first? For now... She's going to take Anubis with to the treehouse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening. You hear that, God? That's what's happening. I might regret this (laughs) later. But for now... If you kill... My fucking horse. I will come down there and I will stab you with my new brand new pen that a wonderful brother gave me. No, oh, don't don't put blood in that. Ooh, it's so nice. You need fresh blood on the list anyways, so that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say my blood is fresh? What? 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 <laughs> what? So anyway, you guys go to the treehouse. Uh as we're driving. Uh, I don't really have like a bad feeling check, but Ryan's not feeling great about this. Um, and I didn't talk to you about this, GM, but uh, Ryan is going to have Ned reach into the glove box and pull out a uh, revolver, a 22 revolver. Okay. 
God, God damn it, Ryan, why the hell do you have this? Um, because it's a 22? It's like just barely a gun. It's fine. I just, something's not right, and considering how late it is, just in case we run into something. I know these woods aren't dangerous, but you never know. All it takes is a couple of coyotes to for them to start feeling brave. Uh, all right, man, all right. Uh, Are Ned's you feeling gonna brave? take it. He's gonna, is, is, you said it's a revolver? Yes, a twenty-two revolver. All right. Uh, Ned's going to hit the release. He's going to pop the cylinder out and look inside and see how many bullets he has. So not a oh. Rick Grimes-type revolver? <laughs> no, that's exactly... No. But, it, well, not well, massive like Rick Grimes' revolver. But yeah, yes, that'll it's break a, your it's arm. A revolver like that. Yeah. Um, roll me, Ned, a... Uh, would I have you roll me? I want to do like a handling check, but there's no handling. You know what? Just roll me a dexterity check. 21 on a 65. Okay. You know your way around a revolver enough to be able to do that. How many bullets do I see? Uh, it would be fully loaded. Yeah, I was I was going to say I would assume they would be fully loaded. All right. All right. You got six in there. All right. I'm going to flip the cylinder back into it, and then I'm going to hit the safety on it. Ryan, you, you didn't have the safety on, man. You, oh, there's firearms. Dumb motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, there isn't a safety on that. You just hit the cylinder release on the other side. The uh, safety is the hammer. Look, man, I wasn't going to say nothing. <sighs> what kind of hodgepodge-ass revolver is this? It's, uh, it's a single fire. Or not a single fire, single action. That's what I was yeah. trying to say. Yeah. It's a single action. Come on, like, you could... It's like a cowboy gun, okay? That's the simplest way I can explain it. He's just going to yeah. hold out a hand for it. How about we wait until we get to where we're going, and you ain't trying to pocket that while we're driving. Ryan is just going to turn and stare at him while driving, just not looking at the road, and then just slowly turn back and keep driving. Yeah, calm down, Vin Diesel. I ain't trying to keep it from you. Well, I'd hope not. Last time you saw that thing, you nearly put my eye out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are driving It is Arthur, Ryan, and Ned in the car And Samantha is on Anubis um, I'm gonna say I'm guessing you're driving pretty quick Yeah, if the rain's letting up and Almost gone, he is not flooring it He's trying not to get pulled over But he's definitely pushing the speedometer Okay um, I would say that you and Samantha Basically get there about the same time then Because you know, lucky for her, she has more of a straight shot. But with you driving a little bit fast, I'd say you guys get there about the same time. You see that there are lights on in the treehouse. Ryan is going to take the uh, revolver and just uh, slip it into the back of his pants. Okay. Samantha gets off Anubis and ties him to the tree and starts to climb up into the treehouse. Okay. Uh, he's also going to throw a or grab a flashlight out of the car. Yeah, it's getting to be Just about 6, 6.30 right now, yeah. Right behind you. And then, yeah, it's going to head towards the treehouse. Are you guys trying to do this stealthily, or are you trying to announce the fact that you're there? Samantha is not being stealthy. She's just going for it. I'm also not being stealthy. Not at all. Okay. Uh, Brian would a little bit. Okay. I would have you roll me a stealth at a negative 40, then, since the rest of your team is not indeed doing that. 
Nope, 74. So Ryan flicks on the flashlight and thinks he's being stealthy. <laughs> you guys climb up the uh, the ladder. You see uh, the flames of the candles inside flickering against the wall that you can see through the window. And it doesn't feel the way that it should have felt before. It doesn't feel like the good childhood memories. Something is not right. And as Arthur pointed out, that list does look like it could have been something for a for a ritual for a contacting the dead ritual and as you guys get to the top of the treehouse and open the door you see Ashley and she has made a makeshift table in the middle of the treehouse and on the table you see she has drawn a star and you can't tell what she drew the star out of it doesn't look like blood but it doesn't look like it was like pen or sharpie or anything you you really can't tell but she's standing and she has her palms down on the on the table and as you guys open the door her head snaps up and she goes i figured it out i can talk to chris again what the fuck are you talking about what 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 do you mean what am i talking about Samantha, it's my brother. I can I can talk to him again. He, Ashley, he's dead. He's gone. You can't talk to him. You don't think I know that. Then what the fuck are you doing? I figured you guys would be the ones to to have my back in all of this. Uh, Ashley, you, you disappeared off the face of the earth these last two days. I have been researching. We could have helped with the research. He's right. I mean, I don't get into any of this witchy business. I didn't know you did, but c- come on now. This is looking like something out of that supernatural. I, I didn't. I, I've never I've never thought about doing anything like this. And, and you're right, Arthur, I should have come to you for help. This is your this is your cup of tea, but... I'm a little insulted. It's... How can I make you guys understand? It's my brother. I, I need... I need to... I, I, I need to see my brother. Samantha is slowly walking over to... Ashley to try and put her arms around her to be like try and calm her down and convince her that this is a bunch of nonsense. Ashley, where's your parents? They they had errands. They uh uh funeral. They they don't it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where they're at. It does they, matter because they they can get rid of the body all they want, but I can talk to him. I can I can speak to Chris again. I can ask him what happened. I can how I, I just, I miss my brother so much. Ashley, I know you miss him, but doing stuff like this isn't the answer. It's not going to bring him back. And even if you could talk to him, it's just going to make the feeling worse. Trust me. Ryan, I could get closer. I could find out what happened to him. I could find out what took him from us. Ashley, he was in the military. He he was overseas or somewhere. I don't know. You don't really talk much about him, but that's a risk everybody in the military takes. You know that. You just never think it's going to happen to you. No, no, you don't. Come on now. Let's get out of here. Let's Let's get you something to eat and let's get you warm. She nods and finally realizing that Samantha had put her arm around her, she turns around and just embraces Samantha in the biggest hug, kind of buries her face into the crook, like 
where the neck, neck and shoulder is, and just sobs. But she nods. After a minute, she composes herself, and she goes, yeah, "You're right. You're right. Let's uh, let, let's let's go back to the house." Um, God, I don't think I've eaten in the past two days. Let's go get food. My treat. Let's let's go. I'm sorry to make you guys worry. Let's let's go. Samantha lets go of her and um like kind of ushers her towards the boys and then she kind of turns and looks at the altar that she has made and wants to investigate it a little bit. Okay, what is it that you are looking for? Well, she Ryan has a good point as to where her parents are and there was fresh blood on the bottom of the sheet. So she wants to look at the star she drew, the pentagram. Let's just all throw it out there. We all know what that means. <laughs> to make sure it's not actually blood. So I will say this. It is drawn in black. Okay. So it is not indeed blood. Okay. I'm not even going to make you roll for that one. Okay. My brain went to she killed her parents. So. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, that's where Ryan went to start. Oh, absolutely. She, as you guys are heading back down, um, she she looks and sees that you guys only brought the one car and then looks over and sees Anubis and she goes, Samantha, don't. And she starts to laugh, which is what? crazy because it seems like she's just been on a roller coaster of emotions right now. She goes, do not tell me. That you rode the horse in this rain. Um, I plead the fifth. <laughs> He's fine. He was worried about you too. And Anubis kind of nickers seeing Ashley. She pets the horse. Uh, I want you all to roll me an alertness check. 18 out of 20. That's a 15 out of 60. Mine's a 32 out of 60. Sorry, it's a 15 out of 60. 76 on a 30. So Ned's the only one that didn't see this. And that's fitting because the girl that you have a crush on is okay. So you're probably way more focused on her. But as Samantha and Ashley get on Anubis, because Ashley offers to ride him back with you to get your car before going out to get food, and everybody else gets in the car, you all, except for Ned, notice that you guys didn't put the candles out in the treehouse. But when you look up, there's no light coming from the windows. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Let's Play Pretend is Nick Barnett as Nigel DeLoren, also known as Ned, Breck Black as Ryan Winchester, Matt Check as Arthur Gooseberg, Melanie Derringer as Samantha Williams, and me, Jordan Derringer, as your DMGM handler and host keep up with us to find out what we are doing next and I fucked it up god damn it <laughs>